Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. We welcome you back today to this episode with Fitz and Heather. We are uh, picking a difficult topic today, one that I feel like is difficult to discuss with you. Um, it's, the, it's the concept of doing our best as leaders to consciously care. Mm. And the reason to me that this is a difficult um, concept is I feel like it's something like I don't really like talking about it because I feel like I'm, all I think of are the ways that I'm inadequate at consciously caring about people. Mm. Uh, but I also feel like I share that because I feel like, you know, reaching out, expressing that you care about someone who's going through a difficult time or uh, transition in their families and, and knowing some of the intimate details that are going on in the the lives of the people that you lead mm. that is consciously caring and i feel like um one i'm one person and sometimes when you lead a lot of people you i always feel like i'm there's only one of me and a lot of you and there's only so much that i have to give so that in some ways makes me feel like i can be inadequate and i'm also absorbed sometimes in my own dramas in my own life and i can forget to stop and think about someone else mm. uh, but it's a really healthy exercise to stop and think about someone else. Uh, but at the same time, I think the only way I can know whether or not I am good at consciously caring is whether or not someone else says I'm good at it. I just don't think it's something we can adequately rate ourselves in. Right. Uh, it's just something we can always strive to be better at. And I think if you think you're awesome at it, then you may not be as great at it as you think you are. <laughs> That's just my opinion. So I think that if you're more like me, where you are like more aware of the ways you've failed people um, than been there for people, that might just mean that at least you're giving it your best attempt. Um, but today we're gonna talk about just some active ways that we can all grow as <coughs> leaders to consciously care and do that well. I was thinking, man, I rock at being humble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm awesome at consciously caring. Uh, <laughs> probably not. So, uh, I, you know, when I think about this, I, I go back in time. Uh, I was 17 when my father passed away. And um, I got a big brother who's 13 years older than me. And uh, at the time, my brother's best friend, his name was Frank. Right. And so when my dad died, one of the things I learned during that time is when somebody loses a loved one, what you don't say is, I know exactly how you feel. That is like the worst thing because there's no way you have a chance of understanding how that person is feeling right now. Even if you have gone through the exact same situation, the exact same loss, you don't know the dynamic that's there and you don't know the hole that's now in their heart. You know, because in my mind, I was like, really? You know exactly how I feel? Did your dad die? Well, you're in the middle of senior year of high school and you have no way how you're getting to college. You don't know how it's going to work out, how you're getting to college. Like, really? And so, like, I, I just got so offended at that during that time. People would just go on and on about it. And, uh, well, <clears throat> so Frank asked my brother and said, uh, look, you know, your little brother, how's he doing? You know, uh, is there anything I can do for him? And so uh, my brother told him, what I've been telling people. 
And so at the visitation for my father uh, for, at the funeral home, uh, I see Frank coming, and uh, Frank comes to the line. He's like, hey, if there's anything I can, he shakes my hands. Anything I can do for you, just let me know. I said, well, 20 bucks wouldn't hurt. <laughs> right? Because that's what I was, you know, I, and he's kind of looking at me. He's like, my dad just died. I got to figure out how to get to college. 20 bucks wouldn't hurt. And Frank was ready and reached in his jacket pocket and pulled out 20 bucks. Wow. And even now, like, I start getting choked up by that because it meant something to me mm-hmm. that he cared early enough. Like, he didn't dig through his wallet, seeing what he could do. He cared enough, and I found out later that he actually asked the question and come up with, with that thing to do, and it, it was impactful. He didn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. I knew that he cared. And in that moment, that's all I wanted was somebody just to care and just to be there. Well, and I feel like uh, I don't feel like consciously caring is something that we are naturally gifted at. When I, look, when I list off my strengths and we list off our strengths as a couple, we don't ever say, you know, we're really good at caring for other people. It's never something that's on our list. I don't think we're bad at it, but I don't think we're great at it. And it's, it is what it is. When we hired our first staff, mm-hmm. Joanne, a lot of you guys know Joanne. We hired Joanne back in 2003. We were looking for some part-time help to help me call some current clients. We sat down in the Starbucks in Addison and, and just chatted with her for like, I don't know, it felt like 15 hours. We drove away from there just crying because we were just amazed at how blessed we had just been by this new hire that had just been parachuted into our lives. And, and one of the things we learned really early on was nothing to do with her job, nothing to do with what we hired her to do. Joanne was excellent at caring for other people. Mm-hmm. She cares so much. And some of you guys watching this or mm-hmm. listening to this, you've been personally impacted, impacted. by her caring. You, she's, you don't have to tell her to go send somebody a book or a card or a, a balloons or anything like that. I'll just say in passing, hey, I heard so-and-so is sick. And I, she just, boom, she runs with it from there. And I, I can't tell you. And, and listen, I, I, I feel like everybody on our staff has that consciously caring like they just naturally naturally think about other people and what they can do for other people uh, but i think everybody on the staff would agree that joanne laps the rest of us in what she does she's there. helped each of us in our own oh my gosh too. and so that's a that's a big tip is when you're hiring people for staff make sure you're hiring people that care more than just the end of their nose like they got to care beyond that and that's it, it makes an impact on the culture of your company mm-hmm. i think it's um right it's also important that you um, you have to be diligent and intentional mm. about this because um, you've got to work on things. You, you, you're, it doesn't come naturally because we all need to improve at consciously caring so then we all can be more intentional and diligent. Um, I think some of the ways of doing that is, you know, working on knowing their names and, and mm. the kids' names and their family. Um, I feel like uh, it's important. A lot of times I have, I will reach out first. I might call, I might text someone who's like new in our organization that I don't know as well. And it can feel a little awkward at first. It's like, um, you know how the introductions it just doesn't flow as naturally as you want it to but I feel like when I make that first open door at least then maybe they might feel more comfortable then to reach out or call me um, at a time that they have a need Uh, but I do the best I can to make it feel natural and organic 
Um, I ne I'm always really careful not to come across judgmentally. I don't call and be like, hey, what were your dials this week? It's, you got to call and be like, hey, what's going on in your life right now? What's on your heart and mind? How are things going with your family and your kids? And make it only about that. Um, so that you can begin to develop a genuine and real connection with those with that individual as you start to lead them and then moments will arise because we all go through things that um, and times when you can show up and try to be there in a really important moment mm. you know Fitz was kind of highlighting that earlier in his story and I, I was telling I, I recently went through um, a friend who lost her father it's a close family friend. So I had one of my children with me who's like a teenager and I was taking him with me to see her and he expressed, he said, wow, I, I feel nervous. I mean, this is someone who sees on a regular basis. And he said, I feel nervous. I don't know. I don't really want to see her. I don't know what to say to her. And I had forgotten, you know, sometimes you forget your kids help you remember that I felt that way one time too. Like I knew someone who had gone through an incredible grief or loss. And instead of feeling inclined to pull towards them and be intentional, I felt this need to push them away because I was so scared that I didn't know what to say. Mm. And I just reminded him and told him in that moment, less is more. You don't need to <coughs> say anything. Mm. You just tell them you love them. Tell them you're sorry for your loss and just be there. Show your face. It goes a really long way when we choose to be intentional. I'd say consciously caring also requires you to be unswervingly respectful. You know, show respect. I mean, we live in a, a world right now where everybody just wants to be heard. Nobody wants to hear. And that may be the biggest problem we have in our nation today is everybody just wants to be heard. And, 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 and I just, you know, I've got like friends on Facebook that just want to, you know, from college just want to be heard. And I, I just want to go, you know, the louder you yell, it doesn't mean I'm hearing you better. Like it's not helping that you're that you're yelling it right, but but then I, I go no, that's not consciously caring about that person. I just they just need to be heard. So rather than focusing on how they're delivering that message, instead I'm focusing on how I'm receiving it and how yeah, I'm good. showing them that I'm receiving it. They just want to be heard. They need the empathy. They need to know that that their opinions matter to that's somebody right. else. And I don't have to agree with their opinions to hear them. That's right. And to show that respect. Matter of fact, it's even greater when you don't agree. And you are still able to show that respect and be that friend. Um, in, our, in our culture in the Fitz Group, and I encourage you as you're building your own business, this is a great culture to have. I talk about it all the time, how we have a culture of cooperation yet competition. Uh, we, we, I mean, typically in our business, we're attracting competitive people, people who like to win, people who have won in the past, they're winning now, they're going to win again in the future. Uh, but there's just no glory in winning the race if uh, you win and everybody else had a broken leg. So part of the culture of the Fitz Group is we want everybody performing at their best. Then let's be competitive. Then let's see who wins. Routinely, around here. We just heard this week in our, in our weekly sales meeting, we heard uh, an agent that wrote a, a, almost a $200,000 annuity. It's like $197,000 in annuity. And, and I won't go through the commissions of that, but doesn't suck. <laughs> and, and he expressed multiple times in the interview with him how he, um, he had made that sale because somebody in our organization who makes no money off of him, stands to gain nothing whatsoever, helped him, mm -hmm. helped him make the sale. I'm going, my gosh, that's just 
awesome. And, you know, in our, our Slack conversations, we have these 911, this 911 channel where it's when you're with a client and you need help, you can reach out. Routinely, we see people reaching out, asking for help. Routinely, within minutes, people are reaching back out with the help, and they don't make any money off of that person. They're just helping. That's the culture that we have, and that is what consciously caring looks like on the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. And I think one other thing, too, as you as we show respect and we practice empathy, the other thing that we try to do as leaders is sometimes you've got to look past the bad and keep your eyes focused on the good in individuals. Uh, Because I have a saying on my wall that says, as we focus on the good, the good gets better. (laughs) If we will choose to look past the rough edges and highlight the good that is in people, I promise the good will begin to expand and grow as we, as we make them feel like they've been heard and understood and seen. Mm. So action items, what should people do? Well, I think today, I hope that we've just made you think most likely as we've been talking about this today, somebody has popped up into your mind and Mm. you've thought I could do a better job consciously caring about that person. Mm. We wanna encourage you today to call, text, email that person and reach out and consciously care for them. Grow in that way today. Mm, No kidding. That's fantastic. Hey, you know what? Now that you know. Now that you know. You you know. know.